Happy, Happy Tuesday. Tuesday. My name is Nick. And my name is Alan. And welcome into, into the, the dungeon. dungeon. So we find true shrubberies and the new companion, the falcon, or as he's been uh, christened by true the pigeon, and we find them inside this courtyard with a, a number of pillars and a large number of vines erupting from this stone well in the center of the room, where you've just heard some guttural grunts, which you've come to recognize as orcish during your adventures. What is it you guys are doing? So these grunts that we are hearing, are they grunts of alarm? Is someone like shouting because they've heard any commotion? Best you can decipher from, from where you are and from the muffled tone of them because they're, they're not in the room with you. They just seem to be conversing amongst themselves, but it is quite an aggressive speaking or rather quite an aggressive sounding language from your experience. So it doesn't necessarily mean that they're alarmed, but they are discussing something quite loudly. All right, so we are at the top of the stairs currently, yeah? Yeah, when I say stairs, it was, or rather, I think I, I mentioned there were steps. Steps. So it's just like a couple of, right. of small steps. Right. We want, to, we want to head on over as quietly as we can to where we are hearing these, these shouts and these grunts. Okay, so we're going to do a quick stuff. And by now, if you've made it this far for the adventures, you'll know that it is I, the DM rolls for stealth keep things nice and tense for for our player mm -hmm. and also remember that i think i roll with a disadvantage because i'm poisoned <laughs> oh yes thank you for reminding me how foolish of me okay so you guys start to make your way down these steps trying to be as as quiet as you can it's pretty dark here just a little bit of moonlight coming through the the windows and as you're sort of looking around and making your way in the direction of these orcish grunts, you're sort of slowly getting closer to these vines that are coming out of the out of the well. And you realize that there is, in fact, a, a tree engulfed within these vines. And as you're carefully walking towards this, the other side of this room, Shrew trips on a vine and makes an almighty clatter as he falls into Fabian, sort of... <laughs> half shoving him he all stumbles as well tries to to catch himself and there's just this clangor of of his sword hitting the ground of shrew falling on top of him and any sort of hope of a silent approach is uh, suddenly quashed all right so as soon as i realize that we we goofed i want to pick myself up as quick as i can and quick guys <laughs> get behind one of those pillars and I'm assuming there were pillars, you said? You described there were pillars around? Yeah, small pillars. Small pillars? Yeah. Okay, I, th I think I should be fine hiding behind a pillar. Maybe Falcon and Fabian will find more of a problem, but me and Fena should be fine. So I say that and I scramble towards the first pillar I find. I'm going to try and keep like 
hidden from where we are hearing the the grunts coming from. Keep an eye out to see if if I see anything coming. So as you hide behind that first pillar, and Fen has got no issue hiding behind the pillar either. Favian and Falcon sort of crouch behind other pillars within this this arcade of sorts, and they're sticking out a bit from the the pillars. They're they're quite a bit larger than you guys, but you notice that everything's gone ominously quiet. Okay, this is one of those things where you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Because I don't want them to get away, but I don't want to rush to my death either. So what are you guys doing? Do I see a door, or do I see exactly where these noises, these orcish voices were coming from? There are two doors. One which was directly opposite the one that you came in from, and then a second door, which is about 15 feet to the right of of that one, which is where you were heading before you tripped. And as you were sort of looking around, you also saw that there were two other openings on the other side of the room, which were, or rather, which once would have held doors, which have long since rotten away. And would I know where the sound was coming from, which door it was coming from? Yeah, from the, the second door, the one 15 feet to the right of the door that's directly in front of you guys now as you're hiding behind the pillars. Okay, so what I want to do is I want to run up to the door. I want to throw it open, kick it open, or pull it open or whatever it is. Just try and open it as fast as I can. And inside that room, cast my moonbeam. Like just just where the door is, cast my moonbeam. And then run back to the pillar. So Shu runs across this courtyard, swings the door open. And as you're reading your, your spell, you see an orc drop down from the ceiling directly in front of you and I'm going to need you all to roll initiative first I am going to roll for Shrew and that's with disadvantage yes yes okay so Shrew is a total of 7 I now will roll for Fena that's 12 plus 1 13 for Fena and Fabian Fabian is a total of 7 plus 1 8 okay and roll for Falcon's roll please that's a 17 Okay, so 17 plus 2 for Falcon. Nice. The pigeon is faster than the shrew. <laughs> well, they would be, wouldn't they? Shrews are not known for the speed. Okay, I'm going to roll for the orcs. So I'm just going to write down the order of everyone. Mm-hmm. So top of the round is Falcon. And he, all he's seeing at the moment is he's seeing this. You go across, open the door, and he's not really sure what's going on at the moment. So you just hear him call out, What is it, true? And he's sort of cautiously peeking from behind the pillar but he sees that you've kind of frozen there as you've sort of swung the door open and he's not seeing this orc that's just dropped down in front of him so he's going to hold his action so incidentally it's now the the turn of the orc that's just dropped down from the ceiling in front of you and he's going to charge towards this halfling that he's seeing in the doorway oh no here we go poison was you've got disadvantage not that they've got advantage on no? believe so I had disadvantage on attack rolls and was it saving throws or ability checks Ability checks and attack attacks. Rolls. So 19 to hit. Oh, that hits all day. That hits all day. Yeah, so as he's dropped down, seeing this halfling in the doorway, runs towards you, taking advantage of your surprise having swung the door open. He slashes at you with his great axe right across the chest, inflicting 14 slashing damage. <laughs> <laughs> what? Has we have started with a bang. What has this orc had for breakfast? Certainly more than a sausage. Oh, I'm almost done. Okay. 
It's over to Fenner. Shoo! She's just seen you sort of take a step back and she's seen sort of blood gushing out from your chest as this great axe has just appeared from the doorway. Fenna is gonna run up to me and try and heal me some. So she's doing cure wounds? Yeah, that's right. Some some good cure wounds because I really, really need it. Okay, so roll for the cure wounds. That's a five plus two, seven. Okay, is Fenna staying where she is or is she moving back? She's moving back to back to the pillar probably, yeah. So, so she's running all the way back to where she came from and hiding behind that pillar. Okay, and as she's running back, you hear another thud. As you now see a second orc drop down from oh from the ceiling. And he's going to rush. And he's going to take a swipe at True as well. 13 to hit? Yeah, just hits. That's a big old one on the d12. <laughs> and that is four slashing damage. Still looking hairy, but I could have been down right there. Sadly could have been worse. So over to Fabian. Okay, Fabian is going to run up to where I am. And try using both hands to slash down on the orc with his sword. Okay, so roll for attack. That's 18 plus 4, 22. Yeah, that certainly hits. Very good. That's a 3 plus 2, 5. So the orc takes 5 slashing damage as Fabian rushes across the courtyard and attacks him. Over to Shrew. Oof, good. I'm gonna do what I was planning on doing when I first opened the door, which was cast the moonbeam uh, right on the orc that's in front of me. And then I want to turn into a bear with my bonus action. This is my second use of the wild shape. That's correct here. Yeah, you recently turned into a boar. Yeah, not too long ago. And I just want to stay there for now. That means Fabian's going to be pushed ever so slightly back towards the well. Why, why is that relevant? Why is the well relevant? <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say here? I, I'm, I'm just pointing out for our listeners and also for you that because your bear form is a large creature and not a medium, you occupy a larger sphere of influence so he's a couple of squares back now and the well is directly behind us yeah yeah the well with the vines and tree sticking out of it okay that's that's a bit disconcerting because it doesn't look very natural to have a tree in here with weird vines coming out of it but we'll ignore it for now and concentrate on these orcs is you doing anything else no, I'm just staying there for now. Very well. So now in your bear form, hulking over these two orcs, you now see a third orc drop through the ceiling. As he drops down and he sees this hulking bear facing off against two of his companions, he runs to the, the second door, which is the one that you had initially hidden behind the pillar directly in front of. He swings the door open and sees Fenner half hiding behind this, this slim pillar, and he's going straight for her. Yeah, that hits. And Fenner takes nine slashing damage as this great axe comes down in a small form. Shoo! She's looking seriously hurt. Wow. So over to Falcon, who's just seen his new companion, this small gnome, take quite a hit from this orc. He's not going to hesitate or waste any time. And he unsheaths his sword, rushes towards the orc, and he's going to launch a flurry of attacks. Flurry? McFlurry? So his first attack hits him for four slashing damage. A second swing of his sword deals an additional six slashing damage and then he swings the the sword around his shoulders and head and comes down on the, the orc for a third attack whoa which does an additional 12 whoa. slashing damage falcon doesn't mess around and with that um with that blow you see the from the corner of your eye you see the blade sort of cut down through the skull of the orc whoa. and across his face as his head sort of 
slides off. Half of his face sort of slides off, oh. and he's down. I better believe he's down after, after cutting his face off. You dare call me a pigeon? Okay, okay. Point taken. And with that, it's over to the that first orc who's incidentally started his turn in your moonbeam, and he's rolled it an 11. So yeah, he doesn't save. He takes the full damage of my moonbeam. That's 2d10 of sweet damage. That's a total of 12 damage on that orc. Okay, so you see this orc that has just been dealt damage by Fabian. His eyes are open wide as he sees this small and, I'm assuming, halfling turn into this ferocious bear with a equally ferocious red moustache. And suddenly he feels this burning sensation coming all across his body as he collapses into a heap. Yeah, that's a moustache burning you, boy. The red moustache of fire. So it's a Fena. Fena is going to step a bit further back onto the other pillar where Falcon was, two pillars down, and she's going to cast Cure Wounds on herself. Yeah, that's her third and final spell slot. Mm. So yeah, roll for, for her HP. Nice. Final spell made it count. Eight plus two, I believe. Ten. So yeah, she's back up to full health. Oof. Good. Is Fenner doing anything else? Right now, no. She's just moved two pillars down, further away from these brutish orcs, and that's it. She's just going to stay there. So from behind Shrew, you hear a grunt, which you recognize as Fabian. As he's caught by surprise, you just hear like, Oh, God. As he takes four damage from something that you can't see yet. Oh, my days. I knew those vines were no good. And as you hear that grunt, and you, you sort of hear Fabian, What the fuck? And as you glance over your shoulder, you see that he's being grappled by this vine-like creature. Knew it. And it's now over to the, the second orc that's behind you, who's looking a little little perplexed having seen his friend sort of collapse in front of him without the the bear actually touching him so he's gonna grab his javelin and he's gonna try and throw this at a true or a, a bear shrew so as he throws his javelin it sinks into the fur of bear shrew for six damage just the fur sinks into his fur you know what i mean <laughs> stop being facetious that's six damage and he's gonna take a couple of steps back as well after having done that okay okay chicken are you Hawk? I see now, I see now. Is that a chicken hawk? <laughs> chicken hawk. It's over to Fabian, who's currently grappled by something. Well, he's going to try and break that grapple, isn't he? So yeah, roll me in a, an athletics or acrobatics. That's a 10. Yeah, plus two for his strength as he's trying to wrestle free of this grip. And he just makes it as he manages to, to pull free. And he turns around and he sees this vine-like creature sort of coming out from the well. Mm-hmm. Nasty. And as he's sort of repairing himself to take his action, he sees that there's another three of these creatures climbing out of the well. What? Three vine creatures climbing out of the well? In addition to the one that he's just so broken free from. So three more he's seen. Yeah. Four. Total. Total four. And as far as we know, there's one orc left. As far as you know, yes. Uh, What's Fabian doing? So he managed to get rid of the grapple. And that's his action, right? Yeah, that's his action. If he if he wants to move, he'd only provoke an attack of opportunity from that first one. The others haven't quite made it out of the of the well yet. Yeah, he's gonna move. He's gonna move away from that well and get as close to Fena as possible. Okay, so there's a, an attack of opportunity on him. Bring it on. Which is a twelve plus four, sixteen. Mm. And he's not got his shield on. Mm. Which had he been wielding, he would have just just dodged. Mm. He takes nine Ooh. bludgeoning damage. These vines hit hard, do they? 
And as he feels that damage and he's trying to make his way to, F- to Fenner, he's being grappled. Oh no, oh no, not again. He's, gra- he's actually grappled. Yeah. Oh no. So yeah, that's uh, Fabian's turn. And as he's sort of taken that hit and he's found himself again entangled in these vines, he's seeing these other creatures emerge from the well and seeing him entangled in front of him, they're going to also take an attack on him. The first creature misses. Good. The second creature actually hits. Mm. That's an additional four bludgeoning damage. Fabian's looking a little hurt now. And the third of these creatures to emerge from the, the well, which is now, in fact, the fourth total, misses. Good. It's over to Shrew. So I'm glancing around as I'm I'm trying to make a quick decision. Would I be able to ascertain the layout of or kind of where the, the vine creatures are placed? How they are placed? Are they all huddled together? Are they... They're all within five feet of each other. So I'm going to drop my bear form with a bonus action. This might be the end of me, but I am going to run to where Fabian is. Okay. I want to position myself in a way that I could hit every creature around me with a 15-foot cube. Okay, yeah, you can do that. All right, and I want to cast Thunderwave. I'm assuming you don't want to get Fabian caught in this blast. If I can opt not to, fine. (laughs) If I have to get him, he'll have to make the save. Unfortunately, Fabian's going to get caught in this blast as well. Well, he's going to have to be agile and avoid it. Okay, so is this a dexterity saving throw? No, it's a constitution saving throw. Okay, that's actually better. And I'm casting it as a level 2 spell. Okay. That doesn't affect the save DC, though, does it? No, no. So one has rolled an 18, and the other three have rolled 10s. Oh, good. So three of them fail. Fabian is only to roll. Oh, Fabian. Fabian, Fabian, Fabian. He didn't save, did he? 10? Does that save? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) So no. So what's the damage? And this is a second level spell as well. <laughs> yeah, so I need to roll 3d8. It's nice knowing you, Fabian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, like, I don't think I'm going to roll too high, to be honest. Well, your luck so far may suggest otherwise. So everybody takes damage, including the one that saved? Yeah, the one that saved takes half takes damage. Half. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, that's a total of 17 damage. 17 damage? Yeah. Okay, so three of them take 17 damage, one will take 8 damage, and poor old Fabian. Take 17. So you see this blast radiate from from within you, this 15-foot cube of thunderous energy, and you see that three of these vine creatures take the full brunt of, of damage. One manages to save and doesn't seem as hurt, and you sort of see Fabian collapse lifeless what? as he's dangling by his legs into the well. Shit, I didn't know from he... one of these uh, one of these creatures. I didn't know he had lost so much HP. Yeah, I told you he was looking quite hurt. But then again, you've just rolled <laughs> 17 damage, yeah. so that's practically half of his uh, half of his life. And the creatures, none of them have died. None of oh. them have died. Damn. But three of them look quite hurt. Damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, damn. What on earth are you doing, Shrew? You hear Falcon shout from across the the courtyard. That's. That's gonna, that, yeah. That's that hasn't gone well at all. That's that's, pos- <laughs> that's possibly <laughs> the end. This is possibly the end. Um, all right. So, is you doing anything else? You've used the bonus. You've used an action, and you have. Okay. One thing, those 
creatures that I actually hit are pushed 10 feet away from me. Okay. So incidentally, you've also pushed them 10 feet closer to Fenner. Yeah, to add insult to injury. Um, one of them doesn't. The one that saved it doesn't get pushed through. Okay, so how is it looking now? Like, I have one of these vines right in front of me or five feet away from me? Yeah, that is correct. Then that's my turn. So as you're sort of assessing the situation that's uh, unfolded in front of your eyes, this other orc-like creature jumps down as well. And this one looks a little different to the other orcs you've been fighting. He's got long, shaggy black hair. He's got lightning symbols sort of painted across his face in blood. And he's got these almost like tusk-like wolverine-style gloves and this cloak that seems to have been made from, from some animal. And he drops down and you can see him assessing what's going on. He sees one of his companions in a heap underneath your moonbeam. He sees his other colleague, the remaining orc, to his side with a javelin in hand. He can't quite see Falcon from where he is. So as he's looking for the door through this moonbeam, he sees one of these vine-like creatures by the well with this human sort of half collapsed into the well. And this small halfling stood next to them. And I'm going to need True to make a dexterity saying throw. With disadvantage because you're poisoned. Fuck. You didn't see her. Fucked. Okay, that's a natural 20 and a 16 total. 16 total? Yep. So you managed to save. Yeah, but. And you'll be grateful for that. Yeah. No double half damage. I'm dead anyway. Like, I have 9 HP, so. You'll be glad you, <laughs> you saved that. Full damage would have been 30. So 15 lightning damage as you feel this burst of electrical energy rushing through your body. Yeah, I'm down. This half-orc creature sort of steps into the, the room and he's looking and he sees Falcon. And he he's, turns his gaze directly to him. It's over to Falcon. Falcon, having seen this, he's not wasting any time again. He's going straight for this mofo. He's just seen him down. His new friend, he's seen Fabian hanging into this, this well as well. He's going straight for, for this big boy. All three attacks hit. So yeah, Falcon lunges in with a ferocious flurry of blows, all of which hit, dealing an astonishing 26 slashing damage into this half-orc, who still seems to be standing pretty strong. Over to Fenner, who's currently <laughs> surrounded by three of these uh, vine-like creatures. What's Fenner doing? She's going to try and take one out at least and hope that any attacks coming from them will miss her. So she's going to cast Sacred Flame. Okay, it's failed. It failed, it's saving. Yeah. That's a total of four damage. Okay, this one's looking seriously hurt now. Not, not quite what I needed it to look. I needed it to look dead. Unfortunately, it's still standing. All right. Fender doing anything else? No, she's holding on tight and hoping for the best. Okay, so it's over to the orc, the last remaining orc. And he steps out from the doorway where Falcon had been and sees Falcon engaged in combat with his, his new companion that just dropped down and unleashed havoc. And he's going straight for for Falcon as well. He's, see, he's seeing him as the, the main threat now in this room. He wouldn't be wrong. And taking advantage of the fact that he's otherwise preoccupied, he sinks his great axe into his back for 11 damage. Oof, rough, 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 rough. So it's over to Fabian, who's going to have to make a death saving throw. Am I doing these for you, or are you doing them? You're doing them. Don't tell me what they are. Until they're either dead or they're standing. Well, well not standing, but, you know, <laughs> stabilized. And it's over to these weird 
blight-like creatures now. The first of which is going to start moving slowly towards Falcon. Is this one the one that wasn't engaged with Fenner, right? Yeah, that's correct. Fenner's now completely surrounded by these other three vine-like creatures. We're going to take turns at mauling at her. And by some miracle, all three have missed. Wow. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a miracle to, to save us from this. Over to Shrew. Am I doing your death saving throws as well, or yeah. are you doing them? Actually, something I wanted to try. I wanted to try for the DM to roll them, but it kind of raises a question. If you start rolling poorly and <laughs> I die, I then I wouldn't blame you like right out. Ah, it was your fault, but then subconsciously I might be maybe I should have rolled. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I want to roll, but not look at the result. <laughs> okay. So you jot it down yourself. I roll it. You jot it down, but I'm not looking. I'm closing my eyes. Let's say you're going to be happy. Not 20. (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? Deadly serious. Not 20. So you you regain consciousness with the one HP. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm not dead, but it's not going to do much. So yeah, what you were doing? Yeah, I'm going to run up to Fabian. (gasps) And like I'm fumbling through my pockets and I'm looking for a a potion of healing and I'm going to feed it to Fabian. Okay, so yeah, that's 2d4 plus 2. So that's 5 plus 2, 7 total. So you see Fabian sort of dangling into the swell. Suddenly open his eyes, regaining consciousness. What the fuck? True. Was he still grappled? No, because the other things had been pushed away. Okay, so do I have any more movement left? You use half to get up and another 10 feet to get across. So no. Then I'm staying there behind the wall. Very well. Hey, see what I did there? Yep. Okay, so this half-orc is going to lunge with his claw-like gloves, for want of a better word. He's squarely focused on on Falcon, which hits. Oh, come on. Who takes four slashing damage. Four slashing damage? Yeah. Good. It's not too bad. And with that, it's over to to Falcon. Come on, Falcon, do the business! So again, he's going to lunge in a flurry of furious blows at this half-orc. His first two attacks, the half-orc manages to dodge. Come on. And the third one, his blade sort of sinks into the doorframe. What? And he's trying to pull it out. Oh, wow. (laughs) Falcon pigeon. (laughs) It's over to Fenna. Uh, Fenna is still still under threat from those vines. She's going to try and do uh, Sacred Flame on the vine she last hit again. So that's a constitution saving for you. Yeah. It's failed. It's a two. It's a two. I mean, I can't complain. I, at least I rolled a natural 20 when I most needed it. So I can't complain. I'll take I'll take the luck. I've, I've probably expended my luck for the next three or four episodes. <laughs> but Well, I, I, w- I wouldn't uh, consider that roll too unlucky, as it's enough Yes. to down it. Nice. Is Fender doing anything else? She's still five feet away from one of them, yeah? Or from both now? From both of them, yeah. Yeah, no, she's staying put. The orc behind Falcon is going to take an attack at him again. And as he's swiping and Falcon's trying to dislodge his sword from the doorframe, it's just enough as he's sort of pulling to see the axe swish beside him as he misses. Okay, so it's over to the the first of these vine creatures that emerged from the well. He's made his way up to Falcon, who is now surrounded on three sides with the wall on the other. So he's looking precarious. And the this vine creature in its excitement misses completely. Good. Come on, Falcon! Over to Fabian. Fabian is gonna get up. Okay. 
So he uses half his movement to get up. He's five feet away from one of those vines, currently. Yeah, he is. The first mofo that entangled him. He's going to attack the vine right right in front of him. That's a total of 19 to hit. That certainly hits. And he's using both hands to grip the sword, so he's rolling a d10. That's a 3 plus 2, 5 total. Okay, so he's looking a little hurt. Oh, come on. I take it he's not doing anything else on this sound? Actually, he is. He, he is doing his second wind. Okay, so yeah, he can regain hit points equal to a d10 plus his level, which is currently level 3. Okay, that's a 5. So plus 3 is 8. So Fabian's up to 15 hit points now. Respectable, but he won't save him from a vicious attack. So it's over to the other two vine-like creatures, because Fenner downed one of them. So the first of these vine creatures lunges out at Fenner, narrowly missing. Good. The second, though, hits her and entangles her in its vines. As she takes 8 damage, she's down to 10. Oof, these, hit, these hit hard. These vines. Over to Shrew. Okay, I'm gonna, as a bonus action, take one of my potions. Okay, so that's 2d4 plus 2. That's a total of 8 healing. For, that's that's for good. It's a nice one. It's not bad. Not bad at all, considering. Um, so yeah, that's your bonus. What are you doing for your action? Are you moving as well, or are you staying put? I'm moving away from the well. I'm in the direction we came from originally, from the door we came from. But not towards the door, I'm just going towards the wall next to the door. In a, in so, a, so the door opposite, not the door opposite, sorry. The the opening on the same wall as the, the door you'd come in from. Yeah, but not to the opening. Just between the opening and the door we came in from. In the middle, next to the wall. Okay. And from there, I am going to position myself either a bit further back from where I am or forwards. However, I would need to position myself in order to cast Thunder Wave again, but this time try not to hit any of my allies. I'll be extra careful this time. Okay, so where you currently are, you can actually cast it without getting any of your allies. This was a constitution savior. Yeah, that's right. Two fours, so I'm not even going to bother adding the modifier because I know that that fails. Is this as a level 1 or is this a level 2? This is a level 1. I'm out of level 2 spells and this would be 2d8. That's a total of 9 damage. 9 total. So yes, this thunderous wave erupts through the, the courtyard you're in. You see these two vine creatures get hurled 10 feet away from you. One of them actually being pushed into the pillar between himself and and Fenner, and they both collapse into a heap on the floor. Yeah! Alright, things are looking a bit better. So it's one, two, three, four versus three. Odds are right now in our favor, but we are hurt. We are hurting bad. So any hit to any of us could finish the deal. And with that, it's over to the, the half-orc, who's sort of glancing around, seeing that this human that was half in the well is now up and attacking the last remaining vine creature. And he's just heard this thunderous wave and seen that the other two vine creatures have now fallen, which makes it three out of the four. And he reaches to his side and pulls up a horn to his oh his mouth God. and lets out a sharp blast. Over to Falcon. What does that mean? What does a horn mean? Is it lunchtime? So two of Falcon's swings make contact with this half-orc. And he's looking quite hurt now as two of these uh, sword slashes dig into him. But he's still standing and looking 
relatively strong. Mm. It's over to Fenner. And actually, before you go over to Fenner, can you just roll me a, a d6, please? That's a six. Okay. I will keep you in suspense as to what that could mean. Thank you. <laughs> What's Fenner doing? Right, Fenner. How was Fenner looking? Pretty pretty rough as well, yeah? Yeah, Fenner's down to 10 HP. Fenner, as always, the selfless soul, is going to run up to Shrew. Okay. And seeing that he's just recovered from what seemed to be a, at least a knockout or temporary knockout. And he's looking in pretty rough shape. She's going to walk up to him or run up to him and well, walk in <laughs> for the rule for rule's sake but for story's sake she's running she's yeah. rushing and she's gonna give true the potion she has so she's gonna feed us her yep okay yeah that's 2d4 plus 2 that's an 8 plus 2 10 so i rolled maximum he recovery points there nice and I take it that's Fenniston? Yeah, that being her action would be her turn. And she's not going to move from there. She's just going to stay there. Okay, so it's over to the orc that's behind Falcon. This time he does hit. And Falcon takes five slashing damage. Falcon looks totally unfazed. He's a strong man. It's now over to that last remaining vine creature. So Falcon takes an additional eight bludgeoning damage as if this vine creature takes a swipe at him. And he's now got his... His leg entangled by, by this monstrosity. Over to Fabian. Fabian, seen as this vine creature is now entangled, Falcon as well is going to try and finish it off, slice it apart. This is with his uh, sword and two hands, yeah? Yep. Uh, with advantage, because he's this creature is actually flanked. Awesome. That's 21 total. Hits. And that's uh, 8 total of damage. It's looking seriously hurt now. It's over to Shrew. Assuming that uh, Fabian's not doing anything else. No, Fabian's staying there. Shrew again is going to run towards the far side of the room where both those like archways without doors were. Yep. It's going to run towards the middle of that, that far side against the wall. And from there, I'm going to try and cast another Thunder Wave, trying to not hit any of my allies. Okay, so you're focusing this on the, the Half-Orc, yeah? Yeah, I'm going to position myself in a way where I only hit the Half-Orc, which is currently engaged with Falcon. That's a big old eight. Eight total. Eight total. Yes, he doesn't save, so 2d8 damage. That's a total of eight. Eight damage, yeah? Yeah, and he's pushed ten feet away. So yeah, he takes eight damage. He's looking quite hurt now as he sort of bounces into Falcon's frame and then sort of stumbles back, unable to be pushed the full ten feet away from him. And it's over to, to him now, assuming you've completed your action, or your turn rather. Yeah, that's my turn. I'm just going to stay there. Okay, so this this half-orc now is looking pretty hurt. It's just taking the f- almost the full brunt of your... Well, actually, your full the full brunt here was 1d8. One, one and he's, he's sort of looking around now. You can see a glimmer of fear in his eyes now as he's realizing that the tides have, have turned this battle. He lets the, the horn swing back down to his side. He's going to take a swipe at Falcon, which misses. Yeah, come on. We've got you now. We've got you now. And it's over to Falcon. And again, he's going to do his his flurry of blues. Falcon punch! Okay, so his first attack misses. His second attack hits. And his third attack is a natural 20. Oh, yeah. Falcon, the hero of the day. <laughs> first attack only does three damage. We'll take it. And then that 20, max damage. Yes. So that's 24 damage. So as this half-orc had dropped his his horn, 
lunge that attack on on Falcon, prompting Falcon to lunge at him again in fury. That first hit sort of just glanced on his shoulder, little nick, but the second one lops his head clean off. Look at you now, shaggy hair boy. Look at you now. And with that, it's over to Fenner. So Fenner is going to go back up to the pillars where she was hiding before. Okay. And from there, she's going to cast Sacred Flame on the vine creature. It's a grand total of seven. So he fails. It fails. That's a total of eight. That does it. Yeah. Another one down. Is Fenner doing anything else? Other than kind of look smug (laughs) after killing that creature and seemingly turning the tables here. No, she's doing nothing else. She's yeah, just I think she's uh, she's pushing Falcon for MVP of this battle, I think. Yeah, yeah. Utility. It's now over to that last remaining orc, who's now seeing himself quite outnumbered. Okay, so this orc is going to disengage, and he's going to run back through the door behind him where he, he had emerged. So yeah, he's turned and run, and he's going back towards the, the hole that you had seen him drop through. And it's now over to Fabian. Does Fabian see... The orc from where he is currently. Yeah, he can see him through the the open door. He's going to run towards the orc with his sword above his shoulders. And as he reaches the orc, he's going to slash down using both hands. Okay. So roll for damage. Uh, sorry, roll for attack. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> That's 18 to hit. Yeah, that will hit. And actually, this orc hasn't taken any damage yet. That's a total of five damage. Okay, so as Fabian hits him, he's hearing a commotion coming from above him. As he's hearing a number of footsteps oh, no. running towards the direction where you currently are. Oh no. Okay, so it's now over to Shrew. And as you're determining what action to take, you hear a shout coming from above you, from one of the windows in the, the upper level. And as you glance over, you see a figure somewhat resembling the half orc that's just been downed. Oh my goodness. And as quickly as you saw him appear in that window, he's gone. But you're still hearing, you're now hearing as well, the footsteps coming above you and coming towards the area of the hole that you had seen the orcs drop down from. What should we doing? And actually, whilst all this is going on, I'm going to ask you to give me a, a nature check. That's a total of eight. Sorry, with disadvantage because you're poisoned. Yes, yeah, still an eight. Okay, so amongst these footsteps that you're hearing, you also hear certain footsteps which don't sound like boots, but in your poisoned and confused state with everything that's going on you can't quite decipher just yet what this sound is oh damn i'll just clarify as well whilst you're pondering on your next move that the sound of these mysterious steps unlike the the heavy boots that are rushing towards what you can sort of decipher is the the opening where the other orcs jump through is in fact moving away and not towards you okay so i haven't heard those footsteps make their way into the manse or anything like that the ones that had some other creature with them well it was within the manse it was within the manse yeah it's coming from above you right and i'm hearing it going away you heard them going in the opposite direction to where the the boots were were coming which best you can sort of ascertain those boots were moving towards the general direction of the hole where the the other orcs had dropped through these ones had gone in the opposite direction okay i'm gonna walk to where fabian was as i saw him run into the room i'm going after him okay sorry where exactly in this room are you just by the door position? okay and from there i'm gonna cast entangle so grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground in a 20 foot square starting from a point within range got 90 feet range okay yeah so that's well within your range 
I take it you're trying to just entangle the orc. I don't think is a, is a room big enough. Well, what is this, a twenty foot circle or twenty foot square? Sorry, twenty foot square. Yeah, you you'll be getting fading as well. So yeah, I'm just gonna get everyone. Okay, so what is that? Is that a dexterity so, saving throw? No. So a creature in the area when I cast the spell must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained. That's eighteen plus whatever that saves. Who's that for? Uh, the orc. And I've got to do the same for Fabian, yeah? Yeah. 14 plus whatever, I think 14 yeah, is your... Yeah, saves as well. Yeah, yeah. So they're both saved. So these these vines obviously have grown there. They've just yeah. not entangled them. Does it do anything on a, on a fail? Well, it's difficult terrain. But it only affects a creature that's there. So if someone were to finish the turn there, for example, it doesn't affect them the same way. Okay. But it is difficult terrain. Very well. So is uh, Shrew doing anything else here? No, that's my last spell. Okay, so it's over to Falcon now. I think he's going to make his way in as well to try and see off this last remaining orc who's engaged with Fabian. And he's seeing now this these vines all over the, the floor as well that, um, from Shrew's spell. So his first attack hits. I'm going to do this one by one instead of just the, the full three attacks just in case he, he does see him off. And yeah, that attack is enough to, to down the orc. So this orc collapses into a bloody heap now, all over the vines. The footsteps above getting louder towards the the hole. So with that, um, Falcon is going to just stand there ready, waiting for, for what's coming. Just to clarify, that doesn't mean he's holding his other attacks. It's a multi-attack, so he's used his action. And he's just bracing himself for whatever's going to come through that hole. And it's over to Fenner. Fenner is going to carry on walking down the corridor past the pillars and into the door that connects to the room where everyone is at currently. And she's just going to stay there and ready a uh, sacred flame. If she sees anything pop out of those holes, she's going to cast the spell. Okay, now over to Fabian. Fabian will remain where he is, directly under the, the hole. Is the hole is the hole like in the ceiling? Is, is it accessible? Are there stairs? Like a ladder or something? There's no stairs or rope or anything dangling down. What you can see now that there's no fighting going on in this room is that it appears to have once been a bedchamber, kitchen, dining room sort of all rolled into one. You see that there's the remains of four beds along this southern wall of the building and against the western wall there are a number of shattered wardrobes, cabinet with its door half hanging off with some dishware and you know pots and stuff sort of coming out. A uh, number of chairs around what looks to have once been a dining table and sort of under the under the hole where the the orcs are jumping through you can see that there's like rubble and bits of wood so you could sort of climb up if you needed to nah he's just gonna stay there ready his attack to see if the orc drops down and wants to slice it okay and with that it's over to shrew who's standing in the doorway similarly i'm going to walking stand like five feet away from the hole on the ceiling on the opposite side of the room from the door yeah so yeah five feet away from the hole so if the hole is directly above a certain area i want to stand five feet away from that area and also ready my attack which in this case would be a spell so ready my spell i, I suppose my cantrip which is poison spray okay so you're reading that what's your trigger again if i see an orc jump down from that hole as soon as i see it I want to spray it. So Shrew's positioning himself on the other side of this wall now, opposite the, the doorway that you've come from, and you're sort of holding your action, making those gestures with your hand and preparing the words to to cast your 
poison spray. From where you are at present, you can see across the, the courtyard and through the vines of the tree that was sort of emerging from this well, you catch just a fleeting glimpse of this boar rushing down the stairs that are through this doorway and just out of sight. And I'm sorry to tease you, but I think that's where we're going to call it a night for today's episode. In the middle of this fight. <laughs> yeah, we're going full anime here. Oh, going to right. tune in next week to see what happens, who is upstairs, and what that boar was that just uh, ran, ran away. Mm. Questions left unanswered. Mm. Interesting. So yeah, quite a quite a tense one even for me behind this uh, well this side of the screen. I always I, I always say the same thing. Like I oh, I, I honestly thought we were done for, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean that natural twenty, like to save me, like to get me up to my feet with one hit point. I I don't if that hadn't happened, I don't think we would have made it, because that then let me save Fabian, heal Fabian. And then, you know, we could all attack again. But at that point, it was just Fena surrounded by three... Three vines, Three vines, yeah. if I remember, and Falcon and Falcon on his own. So it was looking hairy. It was looking hairy. Yeah, it was quite hairy. And not only the that divine natural 20, which uh, I'm going to say after a week of poor rolls in... Or rather, not, not, not necessarily a week of poor rolls, but a... Perhaps even arguably a, a campaign so far of unfortunate roles, perhaps is a yeah, term. And not only in, in game, but uh, also in, <laughs> in real life, <laughs> following our, our recent trip to the, the countryside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what a time to, to turn, to, or rather to have your luck turn around there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's not even... Because I I don't I've I've rolled a few good rolls, but I think like the rolls that really matter have been rolling poorly. Yeah, and that's that's why it seems so bad. But uh, at least this one probably that's that's it. That's my mojo for the rest of the campaign. <laughs> that, like that natural twenty. That's as good as, as it's gonna get from here on. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to top that a yeah. death saving throw when things were looking hairy, as you say, and which almost quite literally turned the tide of the of the battle. And not only that natural 20, but that um, that saving throw on that blast of lightning, which could perhaps Oof. have uh, killed you outright as well. Yeah, yeah. That was a lot of damage. Yeah, that, that could have taken me out. Yeah. So yeah, tense. I yeah. hope it was uh, enjoyable for you guys, and I apologize to have to leave you on that cliffhanger. But then a part of me doesn't want to apologize, because <laughs> um, I think it uh, ups the, the tension for next week. And make sure that you tune in for at least one more episode to see whether shrew shrubberies will make it out of this one. And as always, if you've made it this far into the campaign, we don't need to tell you, but if you somehow just stumbled into this episode and you've enjoyed what, you're, what you've listened to, don't forget to check us out on www.i2td.com. We've got all our links to our social media pages there. We've got our Discord server as well. There's an invite on our websites. You can join us and, and join our growing community. Also remember we have our Patreon page where you can join there and subscribe to one of the tiers. You've got the Magus, Arc Magus, Proto Magus. All of them have different perks. 
and just go there check it out if you're interested in that it's mostly behind the scenes sneak peeks and anything that we might be working on for the future you might get the first dibs on them so check it out if you're so inclined it would help us tremendously to keep on creating content and create better content as we go forward too there's also the buy me a coffee which is more of a kind of place where you go to give a one-off uh, donation and we recently had our first donation which oh is, yeah <laughs> which is brilliant thank you so much Ian Gonzalez thank you so much for for that kind kind donation and he actually said on his message that he hoped his boy got a potion in game two and by his boy I imagine he's referring to Shrew. <laughs> yeah, and, and not uh, Fabian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Gotta specify. Yeah, you gotta specify now. But Nick, you owe me a potion in game, and I'm really gonna need it after this episode. So looking forward to how you how you put that in there. We yeah, we, we we'll work it in. Yeah. With some narrative as well. Yeah, we spoke. Shout out. We spoke to Ian a bit, and he was saying that it might be cool if. There can be a moment in game where this patron in game appears or perhaps only by name and donates something in this case a potion to shrew and yeah if if you will if you would like for shrew in game to have something and you donate something on buy me a coffee well we could do the same with your donation just on the comment, mention what you'd like Shu to get. Obviously, don't, <laughs> don't unbalance wait, the game. Wait, 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 wait the a minute. Sword wait of a dragon minute here. slaying. <laughs> and with one hit of the sword, you defeat any dragon and their offspring. Yeah, no, like, no, no, let's no, not... no, 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 no. <laughs> it's buy me a coffee slash buy me a potion. So yeah. we, we'll stick to potions all here. All right, all right. So, if, if there's a particularly generous donation, <laughs> we, may, uh, we may open it up a bit more. Yeah. Fair enough. So yeah, you heard it from the the GM himself. Keep it to potions, but those are much appreciated anyway. So yeah, if you'd like maybe your name to be featured in the actual episode, maybe we have to, you know, medieval it up a little bit, put it like, give it a little fantasy flourish to it and become a patron in-game as well as outside of game or a donator in-game as, as well as outside of the game in real life. Well... Head on to buy me a coffee, and you know, hit that hit that yellow button where it says donate, donate a potion, or whatever it says. Anyway, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> and on to our next section segment, which is called shine the torch. Yeah, and this is the section where we shine the torch on you, wary dungeon delvers, you consumers of amazing tabletop RPG content, where we shine the torch <laughs> as i've said already um on contents that we think that you would like as well further awesome ttrpg content for you and who are we shining the torch on today Alan? well today we're shining the torch on how not to dm how not to dm so yeah are you a dm looking for advice or maybe a player who's been wanting to try and run your own games but don't feel ready to start how not to dm that's just the thing for you each week, host Derek talks to a new guest DM from around the world about their best and worst memories from behind the screen. Every DM out there, from the most experienced on down, has made mistakes before. I know I've made a few. But these are a valuable part of the learning process. And after you've learned from Derek on some of the more 
common DM blunders. You can go into your games knowing how to best avoid them or deal with them. And you know what? As an added bonus, each guest gets to show off their skills in a minigame with random roles and generators. And they also chat about their cool projects, including game design, podcasts, streams, and much, much more. So yeah, search for How Not to DM on your favorite podcast platform, or give them a listen on YouTube. Yeah, we'll have some links to probably his link tree on the description of this episode, so you can search for his links there as well. And then that just leaves the moment you've all been waiting for. The last one standing. End of episode club. <laughs> I think it's called both things now. It's yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> It's the end of the episode club, which is called The Last, the last one, standing. one Standing. All right. Um, so what do you have a... Shall I explain how this works? Yeah, let's do it quickly. So basically, we're going to give you a catchphrase now. Then you get said catchphrase and insert it in a comment either in our Discord, on our Discord, Twitter, YouTube, although <laughs> we also sometimes fail to notice YouTube comments. But yeah, Twitter, Discord, YouTube, or Instagram. Because that's where we are more, you know, present. And, you know, make us laugh. Use the password we give you in a witty way. Make us laugh. And we keep on saying we'll have a section on Discord with all these comments. And we're failing to do so. Yeah, I, I think what we need to do is uh, do like a reaction episode or a reaction. Uh, actually, it won't work as an episode. It'll have to be a video. Let's do it. Let's do a, re- a little reaction video exclusive to our Discord channel. So if you want to see it, get involved on our Discord server. And uh, we'll read out the comments. And the reason why we have to do it as a video, I think, is because some of these uh, witty replies that use the password are actually images and memes. So Yeah, true. Yeah, you gotta you got to join the Discord. There's no way around it. Yeah, we'll see you there. So today's password for you hardy dungeon delvers is Thunderstruck. <laughs> You've been <laughs> Thunderstruck. Uh, yeah, c- c- cut it there. <laughs> or don't. Uh, use uh, Thunderstruck in your comments and watch the space as we do a reactions video for, for Discord. We've now... Uh, committed ourselves to it so we have to do it so without any further ado and without any further rambling we thank you for for surviving this uh this nonsense with your high constitution saving throws and we hope to see you next time as we delve into into the the dungeon. dungeon